And like I said, just keep it close. Does that feel oh, comfortable for yeah, you? Yeah, it's good, Denise. Yeah. Okay. And your last name is Kaylee. Kaylee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. My name is Denise Grove. I'm the executive director here at the Elizabethtown Chamber. Excited to be here again with you today and excited to have my guest here, Dixie Kelly. Hi, Dixie. How Hi. are you? Good, Denise. How are you? Thank you so much for coming. Dixie is with the Elizabethtown Historical Society. But first, Dixie, I have to ask, favorite pizza topping? Extra cheese. Extra cheese. So you're just... Is, is pineapple a, a topping for you? No. No, not a <laughs> topping. Not a topping. Okay, next question. Square or triangle slices? Oh, either or. Either or. <laughs> yeah, Usually I'm, traditional pies. Traditional, you know, yeah, yeah. Yep, I'm traditional, but I, I do like toppings. I'm not a pineapple girl, though I'm not opposed to it. It's not my favorite, but I love like the meat lover's pizza or um, extra pepperoni or, or something like that. I do like extra cheese also. Mm. So, yeah, we have lots of options and variety of pizza here in Elizabethtown. So yes, that's, we do. That's <laughs> a lot of fun. So, Dixie, you're with the... Elizabethtown Histor- Historical Society, but tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, I uh, grew up in E-Town. Okay. My dad had an insurance business from the time I was a year old, so... When Here I in Elizabethtown? In Elizabethtown, right on the corner of Groff and South Market, which is right now being transformed into something else. Okay. But um, I graduated from high school in 1972, and at that time my mother was very ill. And my goal was to be an artist. I wanted to go to art school. Okay. But there wasn't the adequate funds. And my dad looked at me, quite frankly, and said, Dixie, there's no money for college. I need help in the office. Your mom's sick. And by that November, I was fully licensed to sell insurance. Okay. And uh, a number of years later, I got a securities license. So I spent 30 years working with my dad until he passed. And then I kept the agency for another nine years until I lost my husband and decided, yeah. It's time to retire. Okay. Okay. So I retired. <laughs> okay. But you were in this community and, a, a, and an insurance agent right here in Elizabeth. Insurance and financial services. Yeah. All my life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Very good. But you, you had a passion for art. So tell, much. tell me about that. What? what, uh, what one of my it? inspirations was in the seventh grade. I had Ned Wirt, who has recently passed away in March of last year, as my seventh grade art teacher. And I always loved to draw every time I was a kid, but he really inspired me to go far beyond my my abilities. I took private lessons from him and just was my inspiration all my life. But obviously, because of career mm-hmm. designs, and I got very intense in my career, I left it go until I retired. And then I just started picking up a pencil and doodling a little, started drawing dogs, people's dogs, and uh, morphed into doing portraits. Oh, very cool! In pencil, and uh, have just recently experimented with acrylics again and some watercolors, and that is, that is truly my passion, and that's one of the reasons I signed on for the society. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about that. What is it that you do at the Historical Society? Uh, well, this year I was voted in as president. Okay, but my my main goal, I started volunteering there about five years ago. I wanted to help with displays. Okay. And uh, the president at the time was working on a display of the Klein family, which is one of my fortes. I've been personal friends with Bill Klein III 
well, for many, many years, almost 50. For, for someone who may not know, tell us a little bit about the Klein family. The Klein family started Klein Chocolate, which okay. is now currently yes. Mars Wrigley. Yes. And they were sold back in 1970-71. But growing up as a child here in this community, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And their chocolate was phenomenal. And I was always fascinated by their history of um, Mr. Klein Sr., the whole uh, entity of him starting with Hershey and then breaking out on his own. So I signed on to do a big display on the Klein family and the Klein Chocolate Company. And uh, then I got involved in helping with collection. And, of course, uh, over the course of time, we had the virus hit and everything kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. And being a widow with no children... I thought, well, I can stay at home alone or I can go into society and be alone and get something done and keep my mind occupied. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of held down the fort in there and started posting pictures on Facebook, our site, and also sharing with growing up in E-Town of just old, interesting things in E-Town. I think people really enjoyed it because yes. we were all looking for something to grasp at that period of yes, time. Yes, yes. So it just kind of evolved over time, but I'm, I'm still in charge of displays and um, we're hiring a new admin clerical person which will be a great help uh, starting February 1st so helping to train her and have a great group of volunteer ladies that come in every Tuesday and Thursday and assist me so it's uh it, it's kept my mind busy that's, and that's a key for me I have that, to be busy yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun it is so, fun yeah so tell me a little bit about the programs that you offer where you're located Okay, the Historical Society was established in 1970 by a group of local folks in the area upon the donation of the old schoolhouse building in Peach Alley from Mrs. Uh, O'Weiler Needham. And I understand the Kiwanis Club volunteered to restore that building. And from that point, it accelerated into expansion. Now it goes into Poplar Street. The front of our building is actually 57 South Poplar Street, right across from the E-Town Community Center. Mm We host programs monthly, March through June, and then again, September through December, every third Tuesday at 7 p.m. Local interests, we have local business people come in, all kinds of things, Denise. We had a young man last fall in from the um, Fulton Opera House that just gave a phenomenal uh, presentation. Mm-hmm. Frank Greiner was in and did a phenomenal presentation on his success. So I'm trying very hard to keep the community engaged in yes. this in our program we uh we have an active group of members approximately 160 members uh and we started a supporting partners program in 2022 reaching out to businesses and service and civic groups in the community to become a supporting partner with the society and by so we link their information to our website for their web and email and services and give them advertising in our newsletter that goes out. So really trying to expand a little more on the mm-hmm. knowledge. It's, it was a little alarming to me that after all these years, a lot of people didn't even know we existed. Right, right. Or they also confuse us with the Winters Heritage House right up the street. Yes. Here. So which I understand years ago, they were all combined and then split. But where we focus on collections of actual artifacts from the Elizabethtown, including reams. Mm-hmm a little bit of Bainbridge because they don't have their own societies um, and sponsoring books, documents. We are a photo bliss in there of almost anything you need to know. I had a gal in looking for photos of the um, Legion post in E-Town for okay. 
a recognition of their anniversary, and we were fortunate enough to supply her with some great things that she had never seen. I mean, we have documents, deeds that go back into the 1700s. It's wow. Truly an interesting journey if someone would care to come in and visit. Yeah. And well, we're open to the public. I, I mean, okay, yeah. I was just going to say so tell us a little about you, you have the programs on Tuesdays, but if you want to visit. Yeah, the best thing right now is to call. Mm hmm. Uh, and make a time. I'm usually always there on Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons from around 12 till 3. But once we have our established clerical admin, mm -hmm. we will be open probably Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, from 11 a.m. to 3. But that won't start until sometime in February of 2023. Mm -hmm. But for right now, I always recommend call. I love to have people come in and look around. We'll give you a tour. Okay. Show you what we're all about. And most people find that, wow, this is really, truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we you have, have displays, documents, photos. Photos, books, you name it. Uh, anything that has to do with the history and the background of Elizabethtown, people, communities, schools, civic groups, organizations. Uh, we have just a plethora of wonderful history of this community. It's a rich history, Denise. Mm -hmm. This is a rich history in this area. We're blessed. We have the college. We had manufacturing we have the village we have the fire company <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the churches for example and we do give the historic plaques i don't know if you're aware of that we no tell us about that historic buildings the last one we donated was two years ago uh it was the christ lutheran church okay. on high street they were 250 years old okay so an application is submitted to us for approval to see if your building or structure qualifies as a historic property so that's, uh, we don't research them. We leave that up to the individual because I get a lot of calls for deed research and uh -huh. that's really not our forte. Uh -huh. And genealogy is not our forte. I always refer them to winners. But um, yeah, it's, we do a lot of things, but it's, it's something that I think the community needs to share, especially people who maybe aren't lifetime residents of Elizabethtown uh -huh. that wouldn't be as familiar with things that are no longer in existence. Yeah. Yeah. Just in my lifetime, downtown is altogether different. Completely changed. You know, I remember as a child, there was parking on the square. There were actually public restrooms. Underneath, underneath they're still there the, i yeah. understand <laughs> yeah then you went downstairs uh but i remember using them when i would yeah, come to town with yes. my mom shopping yep. yeah oh yeah 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 we, but had, we had we had rexall and hilo yeah. and uh Gladwell and the newsstand david martin five and ten yeah yes. heisey's dry yes goods and i remember it all king's men's store kramer's pharmacy yes. raymond gephardt which yeah. on west high street which is now a parking lot yeah. uh was a a feat of any kid who went to the Poplar Street <laughs> Elementary School back in the day, which I did. Yeah. You saved your nickel milk money and stopped at Raymond's for ice cream on the way out. Yeah. yeah. So such a rich history. It is a rich history here. And it's interesting to share. Um, we are a very, uh, we're a nonprofit organization. So we look through sources of revenues, through our dues, our supporting partners program, just generous donations from the community. We participated in Extra Give. Mm -hmm. I think this is our third or fourth year participating there. But I'm trying desperately to reach out and make more awareness of us okay. as a part of the community and have people want to be interested and engaged in this community. Yes, yes. So you talked about membership. So tell me a little bit about that. If someone's listening, they'd like to become a member. Very simple. We have basic memberships. Uh, an individual membership starts at $35. We have a family membership, which would be a husband and wife or a whole family for $50. Mm -hmm. And we offer a lifetime membership of $250. 
Uh, our supporting Ponce sponsor program for businesses and civic groups starts at a minimum contribution of $100 or whatever their heart yields to give us in our efforts. Um, you can apply. There's applications online on our website, which is at etownhistory.com. Okay, that's etownhistory.com. Dot com, okay. Or you can contact us at the society at info etownhistory.com which is our email at the society or of course call 717-361-9382 okay and we will get you an application joyfully (laughs) wonderful wonderful now if someone's listening and maybe they have some photos or pieces of of elizabethtown history do you take a donation of that type of thing oh absolutely we get donations constantly from people it could be um, anything, maybe they're from a family that was related in a business. Uh-huh. We get photos. We get one of our most recent donations, which was last summer, was an original sleigh built by Lewis Light, Light Carriage and Phanton manufacturer. Uh, it went through Lewis and Albert to his, the latest was their son who had a body shop. I remember as a kid, it's where Papa John's Pizza is, okay. was the Light Body Shop. Okay. But this sleigh was built in Elizabethtown by Mr. Light in 1909. It was donated by a wonderful family. Uh, just just an incredible piece of history. Mm-hmm. So we take all kinds of things. We have furniture pieces. We have Mr. Simon um, Bishop's original camera Okay. in the shop, which okay. the Bishop family, he and his uh, son, Beer, yes. were here forever. Uh, a lot of a lot of things. People bring in photos, books, catalogs, directories, anything that pertains and has a prominence to Elizabethtown uh-huh. or the area of Reims and including Bainbridge, we are interested in. Now, if we do have a surplus of these items, mm-hmm. uh, we will... I sometimes refuse if we have too many. Uh-huh. Sometimes I have a plethora of yearbooks right now. Okay. So our policy is to keep one on the shelf and one in reserve. Okay. And then we did get board approval to uh, offer those as surplus items if somebody's looking for an old yearbook mm-hmm. or old pieces. And we're currently hoping to have an online auction okay. of some surplus items that we have once it's approved by our board that will be held through uh, a local auctioneer, John Carl. And... Uh, Again, to you get to the point in any organization where you become stuffed. <laughs> no more room for uh-huh, storage. Uh-huh. And we have a lot of paper. We have chronicles that date back into the original. And for those that don't know, that used to be the local newspaper. It was the advocate, but prior to that, that the West Haver the... family ran the chronicle almost all of my life yes. growing up. Yep. And found some wonderful articles on there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a... Just uh, from A to Z. Mm -hmm. So if you have something and you're interested in donating, by all means, call or stop Mm -hmm. by. We'll look it over and see if it fits our our collection pieces mm-hmm. and we'll give you a free tour yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds wonderful it just to to preserve that history um and so programs will be starting in march on tuesdays at 7 p.m march the third through june. tuesday they, third the tuesday doors open at six thirty. our program is from seven to eight okay. and we have a little light refreshment after and then we'll have a a meeting for members okay after that and uh, it's open to the public they're free okay 
anyone is welcome to attend. Can just show up or need to RSVP? Nope, you can just show up. Awesome, awesome. If somebody wants to see who the program will be, um, do you have a website they can find that on? The website that I gave you, etownhistory.com. I post, post all of our upcoming programs on there, okay. usually about a month in advance. Uh, do try to get a... a a little add out to the merchandiser the town lively is is one Uh of our partners and they've just been wonderful to give us a heads up on on a little bit of advertising in their newspaper uh and it would also be on our facebook page okay and what is the facebook page elizabethtown historical society okay (laughs) there you go there you go um you mentioned uh the facebook growing up in e-town is that something that you also manage or you just post no no i don't manage that but usually something i share on our historical site facebook I will share that with the growing up in E-Town. The admin usually always approves it for Mm -hmm. letting me go forward. So I wanted to reach out to a wider audience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I found a lot of people who are Elizabethtown natives but no longer living here and all over the country. Yes. I have had contact with people in Oklahoma, Maryland, Nevada, Colorado, New Jersey, Michigan, everywhere that are just delighted to be able to see some yes. things yes this, yes you know. i've enjoyed seeing pictures and yeah and old pictures fun. of the way that it used to be and oh. trying to remember and yes it's, it is yeah, fun. it brings back a lot of fond memories for me as mm-hmm. a child growing up here we had a wonderful downtown business community and mm-hmm. christmas time was always special uh-huh. um and then just the things that you're and things that i didn't know that were before my time uh-huh. like tony's restaurant I've enjoyed uh, yeah. reading about because yeah. that was a little before my era. Yeah. And things that uh, a lot of and a lot of those people are no longer with us. So mm-hmm. it's it's sad to me. I grew up with an older generation of people and just loved to listen to their history. It was a wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge you couldn't find in a book. Uh-huh. So trying to keep that together and in hopes that the younger generation will also have an instinctive interest at some point in their life. Yes of their history yes yes well Dixie is there anything you else you'd like our listeners to know about the historical society know that we're here to support the community in your history we would be delighted to have your support for us in any way shape or form that you are able uh, if it's becoming a member or if it's volunteering mm-hmm. in one of our many assets that we do there with collections or displays or contacting people or putting newsletters out um just engage with us. Mm-hmm. That is our whole principle to stay as one united function. Yes. To keep the the life of E-Town going. Yes, yes. For many generations to come. We mm-hmm. celebrated 50 years in uh, 2020. So we're heading into our 53rd year and hope hope that it goes beyond that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So but we need the support of the generations that are coming along to do so. Yes, yes. So like them on Facebook, find them on their website. Also, what's the address again? 57 South Poplar Street. Okay, right there. Mm-hmm, right there on Poplar Street. It was an old schoolhouse, correct? The schoolhouse is in the alley. Uh-huh. And the main building goes the whole way out the alley to Poplar Street. And there's a, I think it's called Clay Alley that runs up mm-hmm. beside. I'm not mm-hmm. sure the name, Denise, but little alley there, and at the side you'll see a parking area, and it's where our entry doors are. Okay, but that building was originally the schoolhouse. The school. It was well, it wasn't built as a school. I, okay. I was researching that. It was originally built um, as a firehouse. Oh, okay. Then okay. served as a garage and was eventually turned into a one-room schoolhouse okay. in 1960. And we do do a special program for the third-grade classes. Okay. Usually in the spring, we have the walking tour where they come in and learn what it was like to see schools in the 1860s. And we have a schoolroom set up in that time frame with the old desks and very interesting. Very good. 
Very wonderful. good. Yeah, it sounds wonderful, Dixie. Well, thank you so much for being well, here with us. Well, you come in sometime too, I Denise. Should, I sure will. Good. I sure will. You know, the back of my office um, is right on that alleyway. And so, Oh, yeah, okay. You're I, right. Yeah, okay. I'm right yeah, there. We'll drop so over I'll sometime. drop over. So, well, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing about the rich history in Elizabethtown. You know, check it out. Check out the Historical Society on their Facebook, their website. Stop into one of their programs if you have anything you'd like to donate, but especially financial donations would be appreciated. So this has been another episode of Beyond the Chamber, where we go beyond the chamber to the heart of the businesses and organizations in the Elizabethtown area. And once again, this podcast was made possible by Daniel right here at Electronics Connect at 19 East High Street. Please make sure you check him out for sales, service, and repairs of your electronics, all electronics needs. And remember support all things local.